Hello and welcome to another Army Roundup podcast. This is Smorganite speaking and I'm going to be talking this week about... um, We're going to be doing an Army Roundup, but I'm going to be talking about it in a different way than I've done some of the other Army Roundups. Now this one's actually going to be sort of a foreshadowing one, um, because I don't actually have anything for this army other than their Primark. So it's going to be quite nice to actually talk about what I would plan to use um, instead of what I've already got. So to start off with, um, I do already have Gulliman. Um, Now he was something that I got quite early on. Um, purely because of the project I wanted to do of every Primark. Um, It was a model that I wasn't super fussed about getting um, for gaming because I think it's more of a stoic model than a sort of a battle model. Like Lionel Johnson is sort of a Primark that you can see in the midst of battle with Gulliman being sort of the the good... um, well, chief organizer, I think, is uh, his best way of being described. Is I, I think, sort of, with him being so very good at di- diplomacy and working out sort of different um, tactics and stuff, he um, he's got a model to represent that. Now he doesn't sort of have the emperor's sword like he does in the the 40k iteration of him, but I do have both models there. Um, I do also have the uh, the Vic- Victrix guard, I think, for for Warhammer 40,000 as well, which obviously a Primaris so wouldn't be used in the um, in the Horus Heresy army but for this what I'm going to talk through is the size of army that I would get up to which would probably be about a thousand points um, and I'd probably use it for sort of a zone mortalis situation so that's what we're going to talk about today so yeah so excluding the Primarch what I would take is I would probably look at sort of you know a Praetorian um, just because you know that's sort of a standard way to go um, for building up a smaller army. You can sort of take a Praetorian and and then sort of a specialist unit, or you know take rights of war that that have specialist units in and the ab- ability to have a specialist unit from from the Ultramarine army. Now the Invictarus Caesarian squad, they're really cool models. I love their helmets and shoulder pads with the sort of Aquilas on. Um, so they would be a staple um, in the army purely because of sort of you know they've got boarding shields so they've got some sort of better save for zone mortalis which is you know what sort of a boarding shield might best be used for you know landing on a a space hulk and running through corridors and stuff and being shot at by you know maybe the odd heavy weapons squad and stuff like that so I would definitely want to take the Invictorious Caesarian squad and I could see down the line, you know, sort of getting a couple of boxes of those. The Contempt of Dreadnought, I actually think it's one of the nicer Contempt of Dreadnoughts that we've that we've actually got for um, a specific legion in Horus Heresy. I really like the, the cleanliness of it. Um, with Ultramarines, I know sort of there are a lot of people out there that say that, you know, Ultramarines are the, the poster boys and in 40k I think they're a bit too clean, um, but with the sort of heresy i see them more as a clean army whereas with them being used in 40k against like death card and then again against like necrons and stuff to me it just makes me think well they should be a bit more battered and bruised than than what they're being painted up as you know they need to have some armor damage some chips here and there and stuff like that um what i would probably look at is i'd probably look at a breacher breacher squad just so i can use those beautiful uh, praetorian breacher shields now those I just think are absolutely stunning and if they didn't have the ultramarine logo on them I would definitely be sort of taking those as as shields for 
for um, my Imperial Fists or for another Legio, um, a Legion, just so that, you know, I've got a use out of those beautiful shields. And I just think they fit the aesthetic for sort of a, a nice Zone Mortalis force down down to the T kind of thing. So, yeah, I think I would sort of focus on maybe doing Breacher style um, army with the Invictarus and then sort of have two units of sort of troops just so that I'd got a bit more bolt of fire and stuff and, and actually look at, you know, getting a Contemptor with whether or not it'd have Laz Cannons or Volkite. Um, I wouldn't know um, which I would choose. Um, I'd probably go with sort of a more of a, a heavier um, loadout just because I think it would be best to have sort of a heavier shooting element just to, to cover while the uh, Invictarus run in um, to try and get into the combat that they need to get into with their uh, their close combat weapons so yeah it would probably sort of be sort of a bog standard list I'm not the biggest Ultramarines nerd or, or fan or anything so I don't know too much about any of Rights of War or anything specific like that but I just thought I'd give a little lowdown of sort of my thoughts on, on the Forge War models and they are very nice models they, they look very clean and sort of you know those those helmets and shoulder pads they they're the real selling point for me i really i really think they look awesome and i think they fit really nicely with sort of the the aesthetic that they're going for um with this sort of like ultra loyal kind of uh, emblems and aquilas and stuff on on their on their uh their armor so yeah um i would definitely sort of take the specialist units for this army again it's a shorter podcast this week just so that i've sort of covered this um i'll it'll also be sort of um i'll be doing it for every sort of legion that i want to take which is all the loyalist legions for the magnum opus plans so yeah this one as i say a bit shorter this week but uh sort of a little lowdown on my thoughts towards the uh the ultramarines from forge world so yeah well thank you very much for listening and take care